Blog Talk Radio. Testing one, two, sound check, sound check, praise God, welcome to live deliverance internet radio ministries, I want to thank all of you who are listening to me, we've been having some slow audience, I guess because of the Christmas season, this is why I try to get on before Christmas, (laughs) I want to talk about the demonic side of a holiday, you see this man is always talking about demons, An imagination can stir up a demon. And the lies that you tell your child for a holy holiday, uh, holiness in line doesn't work at all. Okay? So we want to deal with this Christmas tree thing. And also there are people through this time who don't have a Christmas. See, this is why I don't like holidays. Holidays is best on who got the money to afford to celebrate it. <laughs> well, it's just a normal day to me. I, uh, I'm i not for the Christmas and the Easter. I don't need the world to tell me. Jesus never commissioned us and say, worship me on Christmas, honor my birthday. It's not biblical. The birth of Christ lives in you. Greater than he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's his earthly age. That has nothing to do with spiritual things. We are happy that the child is born. That is very contrary to Scripture. King James Virgin is happy when someone is dead than being born. Ecclesiastes. Chapter 7, Death and Birth, Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ecclesiastes 7, 1 says, A good name is better than precious ornament, and the day of death than the day of one's birth. Now, you see how perverted that is out the Bible? Now, this is out the King James children. Okay? So we are celebrating and we're happy that Christ came in the world, which I'm happy. Yes, I'm very grateful. But when you walk with God and he gives you the deep things of God and show you revelation of the world, he's trying to deliver you and he's trying to use me to give you this message. That would be contrary to scriptures because in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 1, A good name is better than precious ointment and the day of death than the day of one's birth. That's opposite of Christmas. Galatians 4.19, my little children, whom I traveled in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Remember, brothers and sisters, that Christ is in, in you. He's in you every day. So when Christmas comes, you're going to celebrate him in you. And when he leaves, you're going to go back being rebellion and doing what you want to do while he's still living in your body. That that doesn't make sense. You see, I believe that Christmas and holidays are designed for economic 
income for the world, and the, the world promotes this, not the Bible. The world says celebrate his birth. The Bible says a good name is better than precious ointment and the day of death than the day of one's birth. So we must be supposed to be more happy at Jesus' death than him coming in the world, according to the Bible. I like his resurrection and death because if it wasn't for him dying for me, I wouldn't be able to say, Lord, I have sinned against you to forgive me for my sins. And I wouldn't qualify for First John 1, 9 if we confess our fault that he's just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. Here are some Christmas verses that can help you, and I pray that it will be able to enlighten you. Because the devil can really get solvent in this thing. Instead of telling your child about a lie, and the Bible says that the devil is a liar and the father of all lies, you have your father the devil. And anytime you bring a lie to your child, even for a good thing, it is a sinful thing to lie to your child. You lie. You're telling your, your son or your daughter that a man from the North Pole is coming to give you something, and your father, who's a house king prophet to provide of your home, is not able to give it to you. Do you see where this, when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this on a spiritual perspective, man. I'm not looking at this on a holiday perspective. You see, I want to be part of God's army. You know, God has, heaven has an army in Daniel chapter 435. Tell your children biblical things about Christ instead of the lie about Santa Claus. Santa Claus is more lifted up to the children than the birth of Jesus. See, that's why I know it's of the world. That's why I know it is of the world. The world is very, very, very subtle. And you can get caught up in it if you don't know the scriptures. So why don't you go tell your child, Isaiah seven fourteen says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to his son, and will call him Emmanuel. There's no instructions here to worship his birthday. None. None at all. For us, a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be of his shoulder. And he will call wonderful counsel, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the greatness of his government, and peace that will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from the time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this, Isaiah 9-7. Still has nothing in here about uh, worshiping his birthday. And then in John 3.16 it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, only one son he had, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. That's every day. But have eternal life. If you believe on him, you have eternal life. 
still no scripture supporting Christmas, worshiping Christ. Give these scriptures to your to your children instead of Santa Claus and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You can do better than that. Them doctrines of demons, man. Those are doctrines of devils when you start instituting that stuff to your child. I, I don't like these, these to see people lie to their children. <laughs> it's, the Jamaican son told me, uh, Passover, I don't have no chimney. So I guess that's how come Santa Claus don't come see me. I said, Santa Claus don't go see nobody in America either because he doesn't exist. You know, it's a lie. And the Lord is saying you're taking an imaginary Santa Claus to take the place of your providing for your children, for your family. You're the provider. You're the husband. And you want to go an easy way out. Timothy. Second Timothy. Four one. Now the spirit, <clears throat> excuse me, speak it expressly that in the latter times. This is where we are now. We are in the latter times before Jesus Christ come, and I see the signs on the wall. Believe me. <laughs> now, the Spirit speaking is expressing that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Don't teach your child some lie. Teach them the scriptures of Jesus. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Still no celebration of it. Today in town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Verse 10 and 12. Never said worship this day. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning that had been told them about the child. And all who heard it was amazed. And what the shepherd says to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherd returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which was just as they had been told. Luke chapter 2, verse 16 through 20. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now for you Catholics, this lady was following instructions by God because Joseph had to tell her and God told her she's not to be worshipped and to be prayed to. She was doing a job to be used in the flesh to birth Jesus. She never birthed Jesus from the beginning. She only birthed him through natural birth to become a human. He was a spirit before he was a human. Because in Genesis 1.26, the word says, and God says, let us create man in our own image. 
This is why we're not supposed to pray to the Virgin Mary, because she was not the Godhead, Colossians 2.9. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Joseph said to David, do not be afraid to make Mary's home your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to his son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sin. There's a lot of Christians get involved with this Christmas. It's a holiday. It's a festival. Is it sinful? That's between you and the Lord. Did the Lord tell me to put a Christmas tree in my house? No, he told me to don't put that in his house. The Bible says it's a heathen thing. You got deliverance ministers, Christians, speaking in tongues, everybody caught up in this mess except me. So I'm not going out like that because the Bible doesn't show me that we're supposed to use this as a day of worship for him. What about every day? Boy, we take a lot of money into this one day. Why don't we do that every day with Jesus? If you love him that much, then serve Christmas every day. He's he, he's alive. You can do it every day. <laughs> You'd be broke. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to make Mary at your house. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And thank God for that. You should give your child scriptures such as Luke 2, 13 and 14. Suddenly a company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens and on earth peace to those of whom his favor rests. That's powerful. Whom his favor rests. Do you know that there are people that God's favor hasn't rest upon them because they're disobedient to God? They're, they're rebellious. They're stubborn. Uh, how can God's spirit come upon a person like that? But the devil can set it up with well, anybody can worship Christmas. You even got atheists say Merry Christmas. There's no such Santa Claus. There's Jesus. James chapter 1, verse 17 through 18. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth, word of truth, that we might be a kind of fruitfulness, of all he created because of Jesus. That's what Christmas is about. That's every day. It's not just one day. Matthew chapter 2, 9 through 12. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed on coming to the house. They saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. That's not celebrating. That's worshiping. 
Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Harlan, to their country by another route, because Satan was going after them time he hit this earth. Matthew chapter 2, 9 through 12. Zechariah 9, 9 says, Rejoice greatly, daughters Zion. Shout, daughters Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a coat, the foal of a donkey. Zechariah 9, 9. That's better than Santa Claus. Because there ain't no meaning to that. But there's meaning to the scriptures about Jesus. The word became flesh and made his dwellings among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son whom comes from the Father, full of grace and truth. That, that, that's what Christ means to me, not Christmas. Christ. Christmas is a holiday. Christ is a way of living, not for one day. It amazed me that Christians go to church on Christmas and on Easter. You know, there is a lot of Christians that I have met that's very, very rebellious. We got we up in here playing church, and Satan is destroying a lot of families. There are people being pressured to buy gifts when they can't afford to. Do not send me any Christmas gift, please. Someone sent me a bless me with a Pittsburgh Steelers jacket. I don't know who that was. I never know the name of that person, but thank you. I didn't even ask for it. I didn't ask for it. I said, Lord. And it wasn't for Christmas. It was way before Christmas. So they knew I don't believe in the days of Christmas. I don't do Christmas because the reason why I don't do it, the world do it. And I used to be in the world. And I did things of the world. And believe me, I lived by the world's principles to the stream of making illegal funds and monies and stuff like that. So I'm I'm more rooted in the word and I'm comfortable the way how I live because I don't have bondage just coming upon me to be pressured to get people gifts. Do not send me any Christmas gifts. I appreciate it. Send some money to pay these radio bills. <laughs> Christmas is going to be here today and going to be gone tomorrow. It only lasts 24 hours. The word of God lasts more than 24 hours. Give these these children scriptures to not last for one day about the Santa Claus. Then after Christmas, y'all don't hear nothing else about Santa Claus. He's gone. And the demons say, all right, pull out Santa Claus. I really believe <laughs> Satan is the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. And the demons say, pull, on, pull out Santa Claus. Yeah, it's time to give him Santa Claus now. They ain't had Santa Claus in a year. Give them Santa Claus. I really believe that. Now, when you teach your children things that is not true, no matter how nice it sounds, a good that you are celebrating with the world. I really believe that you're celebrating with the world. Lord knows if I can find a scripture that can tell me that I got to worship Jesus in a manner of putting a Christmas ship in my house, I, I would do it because I want to obey the word of God. I haven't found any scriptures out of it. So these verses I'm giving you, sit down to your child and 
root out that lie that you planted in your child. Husband, love your church. Love your wife as Christ loved the church. Husbands, provoke not your children to anger. Don't provoke them to anger when they get older and they get grown. They found out that Santa Claus wasn't no uh, real thing and he gets saved and say, why you lie to me? Don't do that. Tell them now. Give them Revelation chapter 12, verse 2. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter, and her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. Revelations 12.5. See, Christmas is a holiday. Christ is every day. I want to preach tonight and teach about the everyday Jesus. I am not a person who deals with holidays. I don't get caught up in it, you know. Uh, I just don't do it. I guess I can see that if I do that, I'm right with the world, and I'm an opposite of the world. And people may say that you're kind of orthodox or Greek. No, I'm just doing what the Word says. Because the Word has to show up. Now, if you're not convicted like I'm convicted, Go ahead on and put the Christmas tree up and tell your children a lie. You, you, you're telling them a lie because it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It is a fantasy. And what does the Lord tell us about fantasies? You're doing something to your child that's very damaging to them spiritually because it is the opposite of Scripture. When you tell your children fantasy is opposite of Scripture, and it says in Second uh, Corinthians ten five. Look how opposite it is. Now you're telling your child about Santa Claus and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and the Elks, you know, and the Twelve Deers and 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 this foolishness. That's an imagination. Imaginations can stir up things in the person's spirit that don't exist. And what there's not truth in a person's spirit, mind, body, and soul, the opposite of truth is evil. So 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, casting down imaginations. Now let's look at the word imaginations and compare it to Santa Claus. Definition, definition of the imagination. The facility of acting or forming new ideas or images or concepts or external objects not present to the senses of the real world. Now, that means that you're dabbling in another world with demons. You just don't see what Brother Emmett is trying to tell you. Trap. It's a trap from Satan. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself up against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ Jesus. Now, don't forget, we looked at the word definition, imaginations, I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. The facility of acting or forming new ideas or images or concepts of external external objects not present to the real natural senses. That's very, very dangerous. The part of the mind that imagines things, 
that opens up the door to demons. The ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful without the Holy Spirit, this is very dangerous. I'm a deliverance minister, and I love this ministry because we don't give the devil no itch. You can enjoy Christmas without getting in debt. You can have family come over for Christmas and teach the word, bring some healing. Just don't sit in the groove of Christmas in the Santa Claus and watching these old foolish movies that don't that's just bring a lot of fantasy to you for one day. And then that spirit gets in you, and the next day that fantasy is going to switch to fantasy lost. <laughs> fantasy sex. Fantasy desires. A good fantasy turns into an evil fantasy. Black magic, white magic, white magic is good magic. So that's what you're putting on your children is magic, something that's not there. And the Lord is telling me to tell you, stop doing it. If you are born again, if you believe that Jesus of Nazareth is the Son of God, and you speak in tongues, you're filled with the Holy Ghost, and you're allowing yourself to pursue righteousness, don't follow the world. You serve Christmas based on scripture. You don't tell the world. The world don't tell you what to eat. Where is in the Bible that the world tell me to eat a turkey? I'm not eating no turkey. I'm getting a duck. That's right. I'm not having no turkey. I'm getting a duck. I had turkey for Thanksgiving. And uh, I'm a veteran. It was a free duck. And I'm going to take this duck and bake it. Some people get depressed over Christmas because they cannot give their loved ones the things that they desire and the pressure that TV puts on people to buy certain things. Satan sets the world system up so well with Black Sunday, Black Friday, Black Thursday, Amazon weekend week, all kind of ways to subdue uh, you to uh, spend money that you can't even afford. But one day, I've seen many people get in debt, but that I did. 25 years ago, it took me a whole year to pay that back off. And Christmas came in, I got back in debt again. Lord Jesus, I'm not doing that. Wisdom is the principle for everything in your life. And you need wisdom when you're dealing with this. Don't get yourself in debt. Don't let the world tell you it's time for you to serve Jesus. It's time for you. That's what the world doing. All the TVs, the basketball games they give you, the Thanksgiving football games they gave you, it's the world. And if the world's promote something, I used to be part of the world. I was a child of Satan. I don't want to be a part of the world no more. I choose to reject anything that the world gives me. That's spiritual special forces. Ain't no easy day being a Christian. The easiness only comes from life after death through righteousness, not by teaching your children lies. So what happened is when you open up the door of imagination, you allow demons to enter into your child. Christian warfare involves bringing every negative thought into alignment with Christ's will. So do you mean to tell me if you put imagination to your child and tell your child that Santa Claus is in the North Pole, you think Christ would be priest if you're telling your child a lie? It's a lie. You can't dress it up. 
You created a lie. It's still a lie. This is what's wrong with Christians today. We got the whole Republican Party in a lie. Everybody trying to. They want to do inquire to impeach Biden. People fighting people. The world has got everybody as chaos. Don't have me. Bringing into captivity every thought. Christian warfare involves bringing all our thoughts into the alignment of Christ's will. Failure to do so will lead to immorality and spiritual death. You need to study Romans 6.16, Romans 6.23, and Romans chapter 8, verse 13. Use the following four steps to bring your thoughts, life, under Christ. How are you going to use these steps I'm going to give you when you're putting a lie in your child's mind about one particular day that this fat man, okay, normally the world has portrayed this man as a Caucasian. Now you got black Santa Claus, Indian Santa Claus. Oh, the devil said, okay, since I don't impress everybody with this, I'm going to make the people who I oppress with it like it too. And what you do? You don't test the spirit. You just jump on in there. So whatever Santa Claus you got is a lie. He doesn't come out of anybody's trees and forests and live in the North Pole. And he doesn't have the world gifts. Where is he going to give these gifts? What happened to Walmart? So you're going to teach your child that this man's going to give you gifts. You don't have to go to the store to get these gifts. He's just going to send them to you because you was a good boy. Okay, then you tell him that you was a good boy. You got to be a good boy to become uh, to, to, for Christmas, and you start telling them that lie at the beginning of December. You see that? You see how you program yourself into the world system? That's programming. You should tell your son to live holy every day to serve God. Honor your parents that your days should be longer. Not fasting them up to be good to get something. You be good to satisfy this other man, not your daddy, is going to send you something. That's just how it sounds in the spirit room to me. Just be good. And somebody else other than your father is going to come and give you something. He's going to come to a Christian. He's supposed to come to a chimney. Well, if, since he can't come to the chimney, he's going to just open the window door. How are you going to do that? You don't tell that to your child. He can't open the door unless he have a, a knife cutter or a break in, break in and enter. Then the alarm go off. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Use the following four steps to bring your thoughts under Christ's obedience. Be aware that God knows every thought and that nothing is hidden from him. Nothing. Psalms 94.11. Psalms 139 verse 2 verse 4. Psalms 139 verse 23 and verse 24. We, have to, we would have to give an account to God for all our thoughts as well as for our conduct and as well as for our words and deeds. Ecclesiastes 12.14, Matthew 12.35-37, and Romans 14.12. you got to give account to be lying to your child about somebody that doesn't exist. Oh, it's just something to say. Oh, I hear people, oh, well, you know, uh, my mom and daddy, they did, and I just want to give my children uh, what I had. Well, now you're going with traditions. And the Lord spoke very opposite against tradition. See, the, 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 the kingdom of God is nothing like the world. There's no imprint that the kingdom of God has for the world. The world is a copycat of the kingdom. So it's the opposite. 
The Lord says, no Christmas tree. Satan says, Christmas tree. Scriptures I want to show you and then let you see why people get into this because it's been passed down from generation to generation through ignorance. No different than slavery has been passed down called woke in the United States now. It's not called slavery. They call it woke. Then they said, it's good for a slave to have be a slave. He, he, he learned uh, a skill. This is what Ron DeSantis preaching a lot called woke. Boy, the devil is pushing so many lies. He's pushing lies on Christmas. He's pushing lies on black history. He got a liar going, running for office again, and you people can't hear God. It took me seven years to wake one Christian up, uh, a carnal Christian, not submitted to Christ, very stubborn, been warned over and over and over to totally give everything up, and he gets offensive. Brothers and sisters, yield to God. Yield to his righteousness. Do not get caught up in these holidays. Please. Don't get yourself in no debt because see after Christmas I got I got radio bills to pay. Is it okay is it sinful to give a person a Christmas gift? No. But if it turns into idolatry and lust of vindication that you want it, yes, it becomes sinful. You have not because you ask not, and you may want something from somebody that God may not want you to have, but you're gonna get it through Christmas. This is why uh, these are traps that the enemy has set up for you. Other scriptures to give your child instead of teaching your child lies uh, about Santa Claus. And I have some other one here. Christ is one of the most important holidays in American Christians. Trees and iconic to the American family household. But what does the Bible say about having Christmas trees up for the holiday? It is a sin to put up a Christmas tree. Well, the Bible says something about it, and I will let the Bible says it. Hear ye, this is in Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 1 through 25. Hear the words of the Lord that speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, learn, L-E-A-R-N, learn not the way of the heathens nor be dismayed at the signs of the heathens, because the nations of the heathens of them, for the customs of the people are vain. And a tree from the forest is cut down and worked with an axe by the hand of the craftsman. They decorated it with silver and with gold. They fastened it with hammers and nails so that it cannot move. Their idols are like scorch roads and crumbsy fields, and they cannot speak. They have to be carried for they cannot walk do not be afraid of them for they cannot do evil neither is it in them to do good so it's useless having that in your house it is a heathen thing now that's in the book of jeremiah chapter one most people ain't going to want to read that because they're going to get convicted of their hanging the uh, traditions of their customs i broke loose from all my customs i'm not in any secret organization I do not put pictures of Jesus in my house. So this is based on scripture reference, and I haven't seen a picture yet that can describe the scripture reference of Jesus. I don't have the Virgin Mary in my house. I have broke away from the Roman Catholic Church. I do not do Easter. I do the resurrection of Jesus. I speak the resurrection of Jesus every day through the ministry of deliverance. I don't wait for Easter to start getting holy and getting religious. 
The Bible said, be ye holy as I'm holy. The Bible says, take one day at a time, for tomorrow's not promised. That's how I live. I do not get into the uh, Halloween, all Halloween's. That's something else that is not of God. So put your children and dress them up with goblins and demonic images, and you wonder why your child can't sleep at night. Foolishness. If we obey God, we'll save a lot of money. These holidays put pressure on people. They don't put pressure on me because I'm not letting nobody call me. Tell them what you got for me. I ain't got nothing for you but for Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth is what I got for you. Now, am I rude? No. I don't get into it. Okay? Uh, I don't get into it with my family members, physical family, none of them. I don't get into this. I don't have to because I'm not comfortable doing it. I feel like I'm in sin doing that. I can't do that. So where 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 is this coming from? These Christmases and all this stuff. Well, Jesus tells us in Mark chapter seven verse six. He answered and said unto them, Well, have you Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites? For it is written, This people honor me with their lips, and their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me? See, this is vain worship. Watch this teaching the doctrines, the traditions of men where Christmas come in, the traditions of man. It's not God. I don't deal with the traditions of man, and you shouldn't either. But, boy, what does peer pressure do to people? The daughter, she sees her little children, her little neighbors getting something. I, I don't have none. You don't know the word. Your wife don't know the word. What do you do? Y'all give in and go buy all these gifts for your child to keep up noise and to make noise going on all day and not doing anything positive to your children by having fellowship with them. So you go buy them a PlayStation 5. You go put them in a room, and there's no communication with you and your child because technology is the communication. So all this stuff is a trap. It destroys families. It's a subtle erosion in the American family. It's a a sudden erosion in the American political system also. Worldly, very worldly. We need to wake up. If you know anybody who is a Trump supporter, please, y'all need to get on y'all knees and pray because you can't hear God. It's impossible. This man said he's going to rip out the Constitution. He's going to weaponize the Department of Defense and get evil. He's trying to get back in office to save himself. And we yield to this and not pray and not allow God to intervene. We're going to be in a lot of trouble in America. So these scriptures I gave you, I hope that uh, they will help you uh, in dealing with Christmas. Uh, let me see that I have some other verses. Now, the in Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 21, it says, Thou shalt not plant tree, a grove, or any trees near unto the altar of the Lord thy God which thou shall make thee. God doesn't like, don't put no tree. I saw a Christmas tree right next to the altar of God in the church. And I said, oh, my God. And God says, he doesn't, and they got the thing decorated, the altar of the Lord of all these trees around it. It's demonic. Do you know that demons in forests can really manifest more in the forest? Demons, for some reason, like the forest. I deal with a lot of people who've had demonic possessions in the forest. Now, that's a scripture that says God don't want all that around him. 
Deuteronomy 16.21, Thou shalt not plant tree, a grove of any tree near unto the altar of the Lord thy God, which thou shalt make thee. Wow. Very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. Why is it that we believe everything and not just the spirit? That we let anybody tell us something and not even check and find out, hey, is this true? Why don't we open up a book? That's one thing you can't get a person to do is open up a book and read. You can get them to watch a movie. You can get them to play a DVD, but you can't get a person to read. You have to study and you have to read to make sure that you are full aware of the truth and the knowledge that the Lord God gives us. The word is so different than the world. This is why I don't do this. See, the traditions of men is very dangerous because it gets you to do the things of Satan. Satan does the things of men, Matthew sixteen twenty three. I've seen children be more happy over the uh, bunny rabbit chocolate than the teaching of Christmas. Of the, I'm sorry, the teaching of the resurrection of Jesus. The world has substituted the resurrection. He said, I am the resurrection. He didn't say, I am Easter. And the world has wrapped it up to Easter. The world has tagged on other little demons, Easter bunny rabbits and Easter eggs, or Saurus and mixed a little sun god up in there. Awesome spring spirits. Oh, my God. If you would only study and allow God to give you revelation concerning these things, you will have victory. And believe me, I'm so great I can see. I can see because I want God to show me, and I do what is required. Study, meditate. I want eternal life. I don't want to be in bondage for many years of my life. I was a Roman Catholic, and my God, I thought I, I, I could have missed it for that. I don't care what nobody tells me. And when God pulls you out of something, you come out of it and that you cleave to the word. There is nothing wrong with Christmas. But when you start taking your money, knowing that you don't have the money to do it and still go do it anyway, that's jeopardizing your financial assets for one day. Don't you think that's idolatry? Don't you think that you'd be giving in to pressure? A lady told me, Pastor, I need you to help me. I, I don't have a job. And I'm laid off. And I was moved. And the children, about 14, about 12, about 12 and 11. And God gave me words of comfort to them. And I don't remember what I said because the scripture said, don't worry about what you're going to say uh how is you going to, how are you going to say it? But the Holy Spirit will teach you at that hour what you need to say. And whatever I said brought joy to them because at the moment I was just listening to the Spirit. And the Lord shook at me and said, I'm going to bless them. I said, you're going to get a blessing tomorrow. I didn't say seven months. The Lord blessed them with what they wanted from a gift organization. 
because this woman was a veteran. And she was unable to work because she has PTSD and she suffered mentally with a lot of things that I'm helping her with and she's trying to get her benefits. And she said, I believe in God, but the pressure on me, Pastor, to provide for these children, and I can't. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. If you don't know somebody that don't have nothing for Christmas, pray for them. Give them something if you can. Comfort them. Let them get through this day, through the time that Christmas, because I see more spirits of depression, spirits of withdrawal, spirits of sadness on this day. People call me. You can welcome to call me on Christmas. I'm, I don't have no day off. There's no such thing as a day off in the ministry. Uh, but the rest, the day of rest, and even I have to teach on the day of rest. But I, I do get my time on my couch to relax and watch Derek Prince. But call me at six seven eight seven zero one three seven three three. Don't let the, this 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 holiday get you, brothers and sisters, caught up in no debt. I'm talking about experience. Don't lie to your children about someone that doesn't exist. Be practical with this. Use the simplicity of Christ with the knowledge of God because I'm speaking the truth and the truth will set you free. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that Jesus is Lord every day, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I thank you that you don't change, Lord. And I thank you that you will meet all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And Father, we come to you this day and honor your birth through your word, not from the world, but from the word. Lord, we thank you that we look to the word, not the world. Lord, we depend on the word through the revelation of Jesus, for it is written, I did not receive it by man, nor was I taught it, but by the revelation knowledge of Jesus. Galatians 1.12. Father, we pray for the revelation knowledge of Jesus to come upon us this time, this year. We ask for an awakening in our spirit that we not caught up in idols and traps of the enemy to get us in debt for one day. I pray that the believers use wisdom and that you provide what they need, not what they want. For your word says, my God should meet all your needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. We believe this none. We pray for those right now who don't have anything for Christmas, but they have you. As it is written, Peter says, money I have not, but Jesus I have. And we give you tonight Jesus of Nazareth. We give to you Jesus. If you don't have anything right now, you can get some things. You can turn your life around by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Come out of the world. Please come out of the world. There's, there's nothing in the world. The world doesn't bring you any peace. It don't bring you no peace. The God of this world is not capable of giving us peace, Second Corinthians 4, 4. Peace comes through Jesus. If you're tired, if you're tired of the world, give it up tonight. I'm asking for an altar call. The Lord has been telling me to bring altar calls, get people saved. After I teach, I say amen. I'm going to open up the doors for altar calls because I have to obey my Savior. Come back to Jesus, whoever you are. If you don't read the Bible, come back to Jesus because we're going to need it. 
We have a divided government in America. We have an American president, an ex-American president, who's very serious about turning this country into a dictatorship. We have an American president that lies. We have an American president that is trying the best he can to push the courts back. He's been doing this 20 years, but I'm coming up against him through fasting and prayer. If I don't have any of you who want to support me, I'm going to still do this because I cannot allow this man. And we as Americans cannot allow a dictator to come and rule America. He didn't do nothing in his first administration but brought chaos. Why is the, these people wanting to put this man in office? What do they see out of a criminal, an arrogant, a bigot, a gnosticist? Because this country is sick spiritually. That's what the problem is. And the problem is, the Lord is telling me, that the sheep's clothing are being changed. That the race has been a move in a different position that God is doing. And these people who are supporting Trump, they see that. In 2050, it will be a majority of blacks, Indians, and Hispanics will be the majority of this nation. And the whites who've been here will be the minority. And they don't want to see that. That's what this is all about. But God says the coach has to change. That's in the Bible. God moves races. God moves presidents. Now, if God put him back in office, it's going to be because America will be cursed. If you get back this man back in office, the Lord has telling me to tell any of you that's born again and saved, that believes that Jesus is the Son of God, speaks in tongues, you need to ask him, Lord, should I pray for vote for this man? Or ask the Lord, should you vote at all? Because we are not of this kingdom. We are not of this kingdom. This man got my attention more than any president in my life. I never believed that the Lord would use me to call the wickedness out of an American president. We can't put this man in office. This man is not a communicator to African-American people. You got all colors of people liking him when he don't even like himself. It's, it's demonic. Don't go that route. Don't put your trust in a politician. Put your trust in Jesus. Put your trust in the word because that's the only thing that's going to help you. Now, if you're tired of the world, that's come on to Christ and ask the Lord to forgive you. The Bible says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that Jesus is Lord, thou shalt be saved. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you died and rose on the third day, and you see that the right hand of the Father interceding for me. Come into my life and become my Savior. Your word says if we confess with our mouth and believe in thy heart that Jesus is Lord, thou shalt be saved. I ask that you come save me now from my sins. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you have said that prayer, you are born again, you are saved. If you confess Jesus with your mouth, Romans 10, 9, you have to confess Jesus with your mouth and that you have to believe. Now, once you confess Jesus with your mouth, you have to read the Bible. You're not going to grow by listening to other people all the time. You have to study. You have to seek the Holy Ghost. And you have to ask the Lord to give you tongues. 
Now, some Christians have called me who say that tongues doesn't exist. Well, 1 Corinthians 14, 39 says, forbid no one to speak in tongues. And in the upper room, when they was on one accord in Acts chapter 2, there came a sudden rush of wind, and these men had the Holy Ghost to come upon me as if they was drunk. God wants to fill you with his spirit. In these last days, we're going to have to count on the spirit of God and the word of knowledge to teach us how to survive. In these last days, the churches that's established on your corners, on your blocks, God is tearing down. For the Lord does not like this type of worship. God is angry with the American Christian worship format. God does not expect for you to serve him based on money, greed, or false promises that a pastor told you. Salvation is not like that. Let me say something about true salvation before I close. I don't never hear a preacher tell Christians this. I have never in my life heard a pastor say this to a human being. And I'm going to say it to you. In Philippians chapter 2, it says, only that your conversation be as it becoming the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast, one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. And nothing terrified by your adversaries which is to them an even token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ Jesus not only to believe on Christ Jesus, but also to suffer for his sake having the same confidence which ye saw in me and now here to be in me. That's true Christianity. And Christians don't want to suffer. I don't want to suffer. But as the maturing part, please do not tell your children lies. Because when you teach your children a lie about the Santa Claus thing, opening up a door to a spirit of lying to them. When a lying demon gets in a person, it's not whether it's a, a lie that's just entertaining the child. The demon doesn't care about that. He works on anything that is a lie. And to tell your children that some man is coming down from the North Pole and providing services for the family because you was a good boy is taking the way of the fatherhood of that family. The husband is the head of the house. He's the prophet of his home. He's the provider, the shelter, the guarder, the protector. And the wife is the incubator. So you mean to tell me throughout 12 months, the woman who loved her child, the woman who birthed her child, the woman who seen her child make the first steps and laughed and smiled and giggled, and, and mourn when your child was sick and raise this child up. And then you go teach this precious thing a lie. Santa Claus is going to be good to you, honey. He don't know who in the hell is Santa Claus until you open up your mouth. 
Now, you can put a curse on your mouth or you can put a blessing on your mouth. When you speak a lie like that, that transfers to that son. It's called transfer of spirits or to that child. And now you have a lying spirit in your child. You continue to import more demons, which is doctrines of devils in 1 Timothy 4.1, into your child. Because you tell your child that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is his reindeer. He's the head reindeer. There's no deer in the North Pole. Deer comes from Northern America. Matter of fact, I have two beautiful deers in my backyard, and you wouldn't want to believe this story. And I have to say it because it is a holiday time. It's a time to be 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 praising God, but not worshiping how the world worship. I have two fawn deers that I fed babies. They come right up to my uh, back, and the other wild deers watches them as I give them. Uh, carrot, they love carrots, and they take the carrots and go back to the wild ones, and the wild ones look at me like I'm crazy. And then I had a wild big buck came right over my back of my house. I said, buck. I looked at him. He looked right at me, and I just walked up to him, a wild animal. See, when you got the spirit of the Lord in you, you had peace. You had peace. And those two bucks that I raised, bringing big ones in my yard, and I feed them, and they go right back over. God is a good God. God doesn't want us to get involved with lies and to create lies to enjoy the Son of God. Come on now. Christmas, and Rudolph read those radios not in the Bible. Don't do that. Oh, God, Jesus, please, don't teach them a lie. And then... I get Jamaican children tell me, how come Santa Claus got the, how come they didn't know Roster Santa Claus? <laughs> Roster Fairy. I said, no, man, it's no, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no Santa. He said, but this is Santa. I said, that's not Santa Claus. That's an illusion. And I had to really minister to some children in Jamaica who had to get delivered from that stuff because they was expecting Christ. Santa Claus to come down the chimney just like everybody else in North America. Those are lies. I said, your mother and father Santa Claus. And the family got upset at me until I showed them scripture, and they repented. Don't teach that lie. We, we, didn't, we didn't dealt with the Thanksgiving lie. That's a lie. Thanksgiving. What are we, wait a minute now. How can you give thanks for African-American people? You weren't nowhere when they was eating with the Indians. You was on the Santerias. You was on a slave ship. That's no truth in Thanksgiving. If you study the history of Thanksgiving, they took Pocahontas and sent her to London. She came back with tuberculosis. And once they learned how to eat, survive, they killed all of them. It was a slaughter. That's in American history books. But, oh, well, you don't like what I'm saying. I'm just teaching the truth. I don't do holidays. Now, you don't have to, but if you do, it's okay. Let me give you a scripture for that to help you. Because some of you may say, well, oh, he's taking away my fun. No, you got a right to do that. And I'm going to say it. It says, avoid human regulations. And these holidays are nothing but human regulations. Because it's not in the King James Version, please call me at 678-701-3733 or email OverstonNavy1 at gmail.com if you have a scripture about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I would like to get the scripture. But 
you can't judge nobody whether they do Christmas or not, including me, because the Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink, let no man judge you. Now, the Bible says, drink wine is good for thy stomach's sake. That's biblical. King James Version, drink wine is good for thy stomach's sake. That's in First Timothy chapter 5, verse 23. Drink no longer water, but use a little. It didn't say the whole gallon. It said a little. A little wine for the stomach's sake and thy often infirmities for sickness. And that has happened to me. That's in the word of God. Why is it that people are not interested in what I'm saying? Why is it that people go away from these subjects? I don't get nobody want to hear this. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people that's really messed up out here, man. But anyway, before I close, don't let nobody judge you. If you want to do that, fine. But I would ask you to pray before you teach your child a lie. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holiday. That's Christmas. Or of the new moons or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come. But the body is of Christ. That's more important than these holidays. Let no man gather you of your reward and your uh, voluntary humanity, worshiping angels and true to those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. We can't get caught up in imaginations and stuff like that because it's against Scripture. Amen. I hope that this has been a blessing for you. We want to thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Uh, I'm going to be moving to Jamaica probably by July. I'm, I'm, I got to have some surgery done, and I ask that you lift me up for my surgery. I'm looking for July and August to be permanently in Kingston, Jamaica. I'm in the process of getting some burglar bars, lock this thing up, shut it down, and get back to Jamaica. I love Jamaica. I enjoy being there. I love the climate. I love the food. I love the atmosphere. And it's good for my health. The food is a lot better. It's not induced with chemicals as what we have here in America. And God given me a, a love for this, just as well as God given Derek Prince a love for Israel. He's given me a love for Jamaica. And my ministry has flown through Jamaica. Through live deliverance in that radio, I met Kevin Downswell, Papa Sag, Kirk Davis, Jermaine Edwards, Pastor Earl White, Linnell White, a, a sister and Lord, his wife is a music minister. Uh, I've met uh, Kelvin Downswell, Jermaine Edwards, his father, Bishop Edwards. I know more Christians there than I do here in America. And in the United States, this is not popular. Now, if I was teaching that money coming to be packed, but I'm a deliverance minister, and I like to teach things that people should. I'm very, uh, they say, controversial. No, Jesus was controversial. I just deal with the truth. And I want you to be free. God put this on my heart, and I pray that you've been blessed by it. Can you please tell someone about Live Deliverance in that radio? And I know that this is the time of Christmas and you want to pay your bills. Could you send 3 to $4 or whatever, a small amount to this ministry? Uh, why do you say that? Because the Bible said despise not small things. We appreciate $10 or $5 offering if you can receive that. that it's still income. I'm not trying to take the clouds out your pocketbook. They don't care. Some of these pastors, give me $1,000. That, that's greed. I can't do that. Now, if you want to send $1,000, 
It's got to be from God because I'm not going to trick you and keep saying it to convey your soul. That's witchcraft. I'm not going to do that. But if the Lord move on your heart to give, and if you move on your heart to give, please give. And if you don't move on your heart, if you desire to help this ministry, do it as unto the Lord Jesus. Don't do it for me. Always do something as unto the Lord because you do it for people. You're not going to get blessed. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it as unto the Lord Jesus, giving him thanks, Colossians 3.17 and 3.23. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand uh, of your icon, and you can sow a seed to livedeliverance.com. I don't give out my home address. Uh, that's, I do have my privacy. I don't have I don't have time for Trump supporters coming over here or some fool coming over here because uh, I do have a Bible, and I definitely have an AK-47, and I am a war veteran. I am a veteran, and I will use it. So uh, stay where you at because you'll be okay because you come up over here. I'm not, I'm not playing. I do have security, angels, and I also have security by cameras. I got back up. We need to trust the Lord to let us protect us in these, day, these days. We're really living in some last days, serious last days. Trust the Lord. Be led by his spirit. Now, we're going to do a teaching on rebellion, and then we're going to start moving with the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the spirit, because you need gifts. And I'm going to lay this thing out for you. For the new year, we got a lot of powerful things coming to you. Again, I'm making a transition to go back to Kingston, Jamaica permanently. I will not be here. I want to come here six months, come back to the United States, and go back six months and be here two year, two days out of a year, uh, beginning this June. I'm trying for June. I'll be back in Kingston, Jamaica permanently. Again, sow a seed to us at www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, there's a PayPal there, or you can go to GoFundMe. I'm going to come back to you later on tonight, and we're going to bring the word at 12 midnight. Yes. Deliverance, the ministry of deliverance, we have to do this. We're going to be talking about demons how to recognize them in your children, how to recognize them on your job, how to get them out of you. Our problem is not people, it is demons. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against spiritual principalities in high heavenly places. Shalom. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. We have an internet radio station. And matter of fact, we're going to bring the word of God coming on there right now. We're going to pack up some uh, sermons that we have that's coming to you. You can serve the Lord in your intellectual and into your mind. Through theology, you can't serve him in the flesh. Don't give up. we got sermons for that. Uh, double-minded, we're going to do a little speaking about that coming up later on tonight. Uh, how Satan is cunning. Please listen to that. Uh, who Satan is, the ministry of deliverance. You need to know your enemy and who Satan is, part two. And we're going to do a little more in-depth teaching on about these holidays. That's going to be coming at 5.15 this morning. That's at www.livedeliverance.com. Shalom to you. God bless you, and thank you for your support. And whoever's in the room, say I want to say hello to you. I'm going to type in hi to you, and if you'd like to have any questions, let me know. Are there any questions of anybody who's in the room? Uh, you have a reaction. You can share one comment. I cannot read the comment. You would have to type the comment to me. Uh, for questions and answers, please type the inbox where it says write a comment. 
please type the comment. You have this opportunity. I see it says one reaction, one share, one comment. So I'm giving you the opportunity to come in or you want to call me. My phone is available. This is the phone only for the Deliverance Radio Station. This is not my private phone. The number is 678-701-3733. It's not my cell phone. I would never get any sleep if I did that. Again, if you like any comments, want to share who you are, come in, in the room where it says write comments and just tell us who you are. Any prayers, anybody need any particular prayers, word of knowledge, that the Lord moves, the Spirit is open tonight. If you need a word, please uh, let me know so I can pray over you and allow the Holy Spirit to uh, give me uh, utterance if you have it for you. Again, you can call at 678-701-3733. Again, uh, you can text in the comment if you would like to. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that before we signed off. Anybody else? Okay, sow that seed. Help us out at this radio station through our telethon and keep us on there. God bless. We're going to see you tonight at 12 midnight. Shalom.